Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Simply Silly Sluggish Simpleton Magically Average. We have had quite the week, my friend. How are you? I am recovering. You are simple <laughs> and sluggish. Time. Yeah, I mean that's honestly a pretty accurate way to describe how these Both last of us. few hours. Yeah, yeah, these last few days have gone. Um, yeah, no, Pax took a lot of energy out of us. I think. I think by like the third day, we were just walking zombies going around. Yeah, the and center. it wasn't. And it wasn't even because I'm getting sick. I was just tired. Oh yeah, just pure exhaustion. Yeah, but, but it was fun though. Twas, we met a lot of people. Twas, yes, and we actually finally, for all of you listening, and Maeve just joined us in listening. Um, this is the first time we actually met each other in person, and this is we've been talking online for nearly a year about anime. Like yeah. it's weird to think that it's almost been a year. So, thanks yeah. COVID. Yeah. Thanks COVID. Get that bitch Rona. God, it was but, uh, quite the experience. And yeah. by that, I mean meeting you, I think. We both hey. had, like, the same reaction of, like, oh, my gosh, it's finally happening. And then I think by, like, the second day, we were like, I could not see you again and be happy. I... I'm not going to lie. When you just decided that every <laughs> single Gundam was Mecha, I was just like, fuck this kid. I'm over this shit. Get this shit away from me. Prove me wrong that Fooly Cooly is not part Gundam. Prove I me wrong. Hate... Okay. First off, no Gundam <laughs> no, no, has a no, fucking TV time. in the face. We don't have enough time. We got a lot of shows. Let's go. You Hurry up. You don't have Let's enough time. All right. Moving. First and foremost, I'm starting out with my shit list. Um, Shield Hero. I watched until the intro song, and I just completely just turned it off. I when you said that, I was confused. So, like, did the intro song happen towards like the middle, or it was like three minutes, and then the intro song hit, or like oh, it was you, like you gave so it three I... minutes, and then you. Yeah, up. so remember how I said like at the last week I was like, yeah, the turtle basically yelled out a, like a war cry like to start battle and then like it yeah. just ended. Yeah, this week was just like the like lords talking to each other like finally agreeing upon something and the shield heroes like, "Hey, we'll be fine. It's okay. Everybody prepare yourselves." Oh, and by the way, let's do this thing with the pole uh, something. I don't know. They were fuck like her and Raftilia were just crouching in a corner of this stupid little cart. And then all of a sudden like immediately after that it almost seemed they were driving by like all the fucking troops. And last season 
every fucking person in this world hated the shield hero. But now the shield hero rides by in this rickety ass little fucking wooden cart with a freaking flag attached to it. And it was like, yay, it's the shield hero. Oh my goodness, how are you doing? Thanks, shieldy buddy. I hope you don't get killed and I hope you protect us all. Wowie, wow, it's the shield hero. Would you just look at that? And then it was just like, cool, intro song. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm fucking, I, what? Also, probably the absolute based worst CGI I've single-handedly seen. Because they show the turtle head at some point before the intro song. They show the face of this fucking stupid-ass mystic turtle, and it is single-handedly some of the worst CGI I have ever seen. It is real bad. Real bad. How this is, like, I feel bad. We have a a guy in our server, Stead. He loves the source material and is just perplexed as to what the fuck they are doing, and I feel bad for him because... I, like, by no means do I want a show to be bad. In fact, I really wanted the show to be good. Give me something to like about this show. And this is just Promised Neverland Season 2, like, vibes all the fuck over again. But at least this one is, like, not, like, giving me the vibes, like, six, seven episodes in. This is just immediate, like, here you go. It's 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 a rough one. So I'm officially dropping Shield Hero because... Wednesdays, I will be adding a new show, Comey. That starts tomorrow on Netflix. So um, I will be dropping that and replacing it with Shield Hero. So I will have two good shows to watch on Wednesday, which I'm very excited Yay. about. Actually, I don't remember what the second show is on Wednesday, but I know it's a good one. Maybe it's Diamond. I don't remember. But Might be Diamond or Birdie Wing. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but no. When did we go? We went to PAX on Wednesday. I I think Birdie Wing's actually on Tuesday. Anyways, besides the point, Shield Hero, bye-bye. Comey, hello. Come back to me, Comey. Can't wait for you tomorrow. Um, we're, We were recording this on a Tuesday, by the way. I don't know. if It doesn't matter if you really care about that or not. Keeping up with the lore of when we record. secrets? It's not like I post about it on Twitter every <sighs> fucking week. But anywho. Frank, how could uh, you? Tomodachi game. Still playing the same fucking game, revealing even more secrets. Really fucking stupid. I just... I don't care. I just genuinely don't there, like, care about these been, characters. Has there been, like, any progression whatsoever? Because, like, I haven't seen the lick of it. Like, I have no They're idea still playing on. the same game. I honestly don't even remember what happened from this week to last week. And I'm going to try and attempt to find out without, like, setting it off in the background. Uh... It just it perplexes me, too, that, like, for a show uh... that marketed itself as being very intense and death gamey, it's the least death gamey and least intense show out there. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if I actually watched episode four. Oh, no, Lord. I did. I watched it on the plane. I watched it on the plane. I don't fucking, I don't fucking remember what happened. Maybe I, no, I didn't fall asleep. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember was, what happened. Honestly, it was this show is that like not very good and that forgettable that I don't really remember what the fuck happened this past episode. That's because I, I can't I remember if it was episode three where they showed off like this is the bad guy, this is the guy in your group that's fucking you over, or if it's like. I, I don't remember. I thought I talked about that last week, but maybe not. I don't know. This is silly. The show, the only reason, of all things that I'm not dropping, I, I just I, I just want to see what the fuck direction this thing ends up going in. That's all. That, like, morbid curiosity You're is the only reason I'm keeping this around. Yourself. You're just torturing I yourself. Know. I don't understand it. I don't either. I'm just a masochist. It just is what it is. But those are the... Well, those are the bad until later. Um, for quick hits that are good, uh, Birdie Wing, absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, they, like, I don't know how this show is under the radar. Like, it's, it is an anime-ass sports anime in all the best reasons. Like, I will say the characters are not over-sexualized like a sports anime might be. 
which is great because of the fact that the freaking two main characters are female. So fantastic. Good for you. But um, like the show is just genuinely entertainingly like silly. Basically, they the I told you at the end of the last episode, like they join the pro tour or like the underground girl joins the pro tour and is fighting off against this other like, you know, the person who's in the lead, which, by the way, if you have like an inkling of knowledge of golf, you know that when it is like Sunday, the last day of a pro tour Nobody joins on day last day. It is like you're narrowing people down, not adding people to the roster. Yeah, she gets added to the roster for the last fucking day. Well, no, and... hang on. I have an issue with this. Yeah. That's that's not how golf tournaments work. You have to play that's what I just said. all four days. How do, mm-hmm. how, how is this how can you even tolerate this show anymore, Frank? They are they are stomping over the rules of golf. This is a sacred wow, it's like tradition. They, it's like they stomped over the rules of fucking water polo, too. Who? Wowie, wow. What water polo? There wasn't any water polo. I know. Why you got to remind me like that? <laughs> um, but anyways, like, it's she joins the last day and is basically like the, the pro girl who's actually good. Not actually good. Like, who's very good, who's actually a pro and not like, hey, I'm going to do underground seedy things to support this adopted families thing whatever side story that i don't really care about yeah no i told you about that like uh, like episode one they like introduce like this family that it took her in and then there's like three younger siblings or whatever like yes so she gets to support my family yeah basically she gets in because the like villain-esque type person that she was dealing with at the end of the last episode introduces her to another villain-esque character who just so happens to be the main sponsor of the tournament and it's like hey either win the tournament or i will be doing like or like the thing we agreed upon in the past we'll be doing that and like the per like the other person villain was just like yeah okay that's fine all the while underground girl is just like what the fuck is going on so intrigue abound but the the episode goes through all eighteen round like round, like holes, and it looks like Underground Girl is going to lose because basically Pro Girl is on the eighteenth hole. She's tied, and this last putt will put her one under. But the episode like it's a simple putt too, and the episode ends with the ball just narrowly missing the hole, and you're like what and then it has like the character outline of one of the evil characters i don't know if it was the sponsor or the other one or the like the the golf store owner but it's just like a blacked out silhouette of them just going like <laughs> like maniacally laughing with their like grippers just like gripping the air Big old uh, you know like villains do so it was this show is just so bizarre and so fucking entertaining i'm so happy with it that's all I can say. Just go watch the damn show. Stop making me ruin it for you week to week. Um, but I got two more, and you got one. Heroines run the show. The show's fucking awesome. This one was basically about them shooting a music video with another girl who's like an up and coming model who loves the like the duo, and she sees that like she like legitimately loves the duo, like loves them, would want to date them, etc. Or either one of them, I guess. I don't know if she's really that picky, but um, I was about to say, I'm like, this could get real interesting. Yeah, I don't. They hate each other. I doubt that they'd want to see each other naked. But anywho, um, so she sees like the assistant, like eyebrows McGee, like get real freaking friendly with them. But basically, it's not necessarily them being friendly. It's like them treating her like normal, which is like, hey. You're not even really a girl to us. You're just a manager and a pain in our side type character. And, like, that's when the the model character decides to trip her and, like, drop... She drops a tray of, like, fucking tea or something on the dress that she's supposed to be shooting in and whatnot. And long story short, the idols, like, at the end of the episode come to, like... Sit, like be like hey we're leaving come on she's like i ruined your day they're like no you didn't we know that she did this we know she's a bitch etc and then when the girl comes in for like their phone numbers they're like yeah no we don't we're not doing that at all ever please no get out of our fucking faces and they're like 
she's like, but but I'll tell on you that you're rude to me and everything and yada, 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 and that you're getting chummy with this girl. And they're like, cool, we'll show them the security footage and all the fucking cameras that were on us when you tripped this girl and ruin your image too. So get the fuck out of here and piss off. We'd never want to see you again. And that's when like uh, Eyebrows McGee is just like, wait, you guys are actually, you actually like us or like me? And they're like, eh, I mean, you're better than her. So sure. But they finally like recognize her as a girl because they'd been really just kind of rude in themselves uh, in front of her. So they don't really recognize her as necessarily male or female. They just recognize her like as a pain in their side. So I don't know. Really good episode. Really fucking love this show. Super underrated this season. But uh, that's just me. Again, existential crisis, the show. And the last thing I'm going to talk about, which um, our boy Antaro last week talked about, your boy Kong Ming. My ass during PAX woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, couldn't go back to bed. So what did I do? I binged a shit ton of anime. And I caught up with your boy Kong Ming. And my word, is this show just entertaining like hell. It is literally just Kong Ming, this old-ass uh, like strategist, fucking just taking old strategies from you know ancient times and applying them to like current times to try and get this idol girl as popular as she want to be or to like achieve her dreams that part of it is wholesome but like the strategy parts of it like are hilarious because they work sort of like i mean they work in the end from what i've seen and they're just like the way that they kind of convolutedly explain them is just freaking hilarious but there is a lot of just like, there's a lot of broken English in this show between the singing and just random conversations, which I don't mind. But it's just like, I have not heard that much like broken English in a, a anime since uh, probably, oh shit, what is the, the show on Netflix? Uh, the one with the robberies, the one that I told you to watch and you didn't watch. And by robberies, oh, I meant like the Ocean's yeah. Eleven one, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. And I was even discussing it today, and I can't remember. Great, 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 something. I don't remember. Whatever. Fuck. I For lost me, it. It was like JoJo is the last one I could think of. Yeah, like, I, I think don't remember. Part, great part Pretender. Two. There we go. Nailed it. Ha ha. Yeah. No, it's... um, But... Uh, that doesn't uh, it's i don't even know why i brought it up it's like such a moot point at this point but your boy kong ming definitely like the underrated like black dark horse of the freaking season alongside heroines run the show for me of course because obviously that's that's my existential crisis of the show so both of those shows phenomenal go get a high dive subscription or whatever you need to do watch your boy kong ming and that's where I'm going to turn this shit over to you in Skeleton Night so I can cough and drink some water. Well, better be fast because it's just an isekai isekai. That's it. Uh, there's not much to say, really. It's, I mean, I, it's funny. I, it's enjoyable. The, I mean, there's really not much else to it. It's basically just for any of you who have watched Overlord, it's, it's a funnier version of when the main character goes off and does his side quests as his alter ego, the mercenary. Maybe I'll actually remember. like this one because he's only one character and not yeah. like five. Yeah. But it's like, it's just your standard isekai. He, this latest episode, he makes friends with an elf and he gets super like pumped up about it because he's like, I've never talked to an elf before. This is awesome. And then goes off and kills like 20 bandits. And he's like, cool, we're friends now. That's it. And he's funny. He laughs a lot. He's a big skeleton man. It's hilarious. Fair enough, I suppose. Um, cool. Well, we got five, six shows. Six shows in which we are both watching, so let's Holy just hop moly. straight into it with Aharan-san. Um, yeah, this show is not the greatest. Yeah, it's okay. It's, like, it's just... It's, it's fine. It's it's yeah. Again, it's like, it's the worst parts of, like, better shows. Yeah. Like, it's... It's basically doing, if you were to combine the, like, structure, the episode structure of Komi and Kagua together, you'd get Aharan-san. Because, like, every episode are, like, multiple skits of something and introducing new characters that are involved in their friendship. So, like, this latest episode, you see their teacher get very emotional 
when she notices uh what is it what's his name i, I can't know. Uh, tall, you're asking dude. me for a name Holy starts with an we R. are in, we are in dire times Rodai? i don't know whatever but tall dude and aharan she notices that they're like close together because he's sharing books his book with her and so at first the teacher was like oh i should reprimand him but then he's like no she's like no wait he's just being generous and allowing her to read the book and he's even positioned himself so that way she can see the entire book and he can read over her how wonderful and then like as well, the class progresses like they change positions and she just keeps getting more and more flustered and then yeah because they this... keep getting more and more close and she's like this is like adorable oh my god yeah. and then like eventually i found it weird that she was literally in his lap and he was reading over her she was reading and then she's like this is adorable it's like this is weird she's in his lap this is fucking weird but the note taking thing was really funny yeah, the notating thing. I was like, you didn't, you didn't think it was weird when he lifted her up with one arm and she was sitting on his bicep. No, I thought that was. Dude? I thought that part was actually hilarious because it's just like this is like beyond the realm of like normal. Yeah, yeah. That that's f- actually funny. But, Unlike I mean, just like, sitting in the lap, which is kind of just like this is a. She bit... could have been on a the chair and he could have been man spreading. You don't know. Regardless. You like it, those are like basically the ba- the breakdown of the episodes. So yeah, like it, there are better shows, but you know it's still enjoyable. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Okay, it's not. I don't know. It's like the last thing I'll watch like for the night whenever I'm catching up on shows. Like that's that's where I'm at yeah. with it. But yeah, I will say it's it's getting to the point now where you know we're four episodes in, and you know kind of hoping for some sort of like story building plot building something along those lines because they they can only go so far with the gets new friend the structure i mean introduce new character like i think comey did it right in the fact that they introduce a character and they don't spend overtly a long time on the introduction they spend like part of the episode while this one is just like they spend the entire episode with them and don't really do too too yeah. much outside of it, other than the like rapping scene this this <laughs> time around, which was kind which of funny. Interesting. It was okay. It, it's also weird too because like Comey, part of the story with Comey is that she's supposed to make a hundred friends. So like, it, it makes sense why they're doing the friend introduction in that manner for the first season. But like for Aharon, it's like like they're just adding characters to add to the dynamic of their friendship and like see their through like a different character's perspective of the two of them together. So again, like it's, it's fun. It, it's like somewhat enjoyable. It's just now it needs to start moving somewhere. Cause it, it, it's going to get pretty old pretty quick. Yeah. It's kind of gotten old for me already, but you you're know. just old and crotchety. That's why. Uh, you know, you turn 30 in, like, just over a month, and apparently you're just old and crotchety. God, the youths these days. Back in my day. Back in my day, there was... Who are you? Speaking of who are you, Shikamori. uh, Speaking... I should have said, speaking of no plot in a show, Shikamori. Still no plot. So, I'm holding... Okay, I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out hope that there's some other layer to this because we, we like they like had a little sprinkle of like a potential yeah with the parents supernatural meeting. yeah like so okay the episode it can be really summed up is they they go to a movie and obviously bad shit happens and it's that he loses his wallet when he's supposed to take her out well they also see a scary movie and he almost barfs <laughs> in the theater which absolutely hilarious they saw what was essentially it. <laughs> yeah, that part um, was fucking hilarious. Inc- like, absolutely incredible. But then afterwards, the you, he's like, oh, I'm going to take Shikamori to this pancake place because it'll be great. And I've been saving my allowance. But oopsie poopsie, the string that I had attached to my wallet broke and I don't have my wallet. And then happenstance, they come across his parents that are like, we were just out shopping. So if you guys want to eat, let's go back home. We'll make a feast. And we get and like we'll splurge on snacks. Yeah. And real quick, the the father, he is hands down my most favorite character. 
He is he's so just hilarious. the most misplaced character. He's just like, where did you come from? <laughs> and it's, he's great, though. But, yeah, so they go back, and it's a lot of, like, a lot of history and, and, and character building with you because, basically, there's a, there's a moment where Shikamori and Yu's mother are, like, doing the dishes, and she was talking with her about how, like, growing up, she would always have to send him off with a smile to school, yeah. but he'd, he'd come back home every day with like new bruises and new cuts and it got harder and harder. And, th- and then she eventually just couldn't. So she was like, you please don't get tired of my son. <laughs> it was basically don't what she grow told impatient. Shikamori. Don't grow imp- impatient with him. Yeah. And yeah, and I can't remember how Shikamori responded, but it was, it was very wholesome and cute. And then the mom's basically like, man, I wish you were my girlfriend. And the father steps in and he's like, are you cheating on me in front of me? It's like, man, I knew this would happen, though. And Shikamori's like, what is happening? Like, this is weird. Uh, but during the, the at-home dinner scene, Sh- Shikamori, like, sort of not fully, but essentially says, like, she doesn't have parents because she's like, oh, I, I don't ever get home-cooked meals. This is a, a first for me. And she's like, oh, I mean, wait, I, I didn't mean first to say in a that. while, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, could be something else there. Like, we, so we see were, her brother. There were a couple different phrasing. or Well, there's two things in, like, the source material that were, like, from this episode to the last, uh, from the source material that were different. Or not different, but first and foremost being, like, the dad and how weirdly mismatched this whole thing, like, situation looks to be. Because he's, like, this tubby, graying man. And, like, he's got an attractive wife and, a, you know, the, the son who's also, like according to people drop dead gorgeous or cute or whatever but in the source material between chapters it shows a picture of when like or it shows a drawing of when the dad is young and he's just like this stud muffin like this buff like athlete so it's just kind of really funny Did you ever think that she's with him because she loves him for who he is and not just his body i'm not you superficial or yep, yep. Yep, just keep keep God. it coming, buddy. But no, like, he, it just looks mismatched, but it is endearing. It is great. But um, there's that. And then also in the source material, uh, the phrasing of when Shikamori is like, oh, I haven't had a home-cooked meal. Like, she's like, oh, I haven't had a meal with my parents. Like, I haven't had a meal with my family in a while. Rather than, like, I haven't had a home-cooked meal. It's like, I haven't had a meal with my family. So you kind of get the sense that her parents aren't around whether they're working or they're actually passed away. So that was a little different, which, you know, builds some intrigue. But I find it interesting, though, that they, like, immediately in this episode kind of resolve that and they show her brother, like, when they're getting ready for the date. I guess that happened before. But, yeah, it was kind of different but interesting. But overall, good. Uh Again, there's no real plot to it yet. It seems to just be like a simple slice of life where there's no real drama. There's no, you know, no real plot other than just like these kids going through high school and getting through the school year and trying not to die. Basically, well, at least the the boyfriend trying not to die. Shikamori is just a badass and saves them everywhere. So it is what it is. Yeah. But, I, I'm, I'm enjoying still, it. It's, I'm, it's, I'm holding out hope. I'm enjoying it okay. It's not the greatest. It's not bad. It's better than Aharon, and it's better than... Definitely better than Tomodachi and Shield Hero. That's fucking for sure. Golly. But I wouldn't put it up there past, like, Birdie Wing or Heroines Run the Show or, hell, even your boy Kong Ming. Like, I, I'm enjoying those a heck of a lot more. So, it's kind of interesting, kind of different, but it's it's weird that this super hyped-up show is just, like kind of like in the okay-ish zone you know yeah i, I think nobody saw that coming yeah I, I think people got myself included distracted by the animation and the the potential for a very interesting plot line and it's sort of been like less exciting and and a bit you know kind of underwhelming yeah yeah. yeah, for the most part. I mean, the the animation's still really nice and everything, but yeah, in terms of just the show itself, 
it's been less than desirable. But again, I am fingers crossed, hope, holding out hope that there is some weird supernatural sci-fi element to this. In some As somebody manner. who's only read the first three volumes and don't know past that, yeah, I'm still holding out hope too because we're essentially caught up after like it's been going about a volume a about a volume of an episode ish. I think we got a little further in volume three than in episode three, so it's about a volume an episode, so it's fine. But I'm enjoying it all right. It's 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 fine. It's not bad. Yeah. So, but um, the shows that we are really enjoying the, these next four. Do you want to start out with Onipon or Daimon? Let's do Daimon. Okay, Daimon. Wholesome as shit. It I'm, is, yeah. I'm really fucking enjoying it. Like, there's, it's not necessarily like, oh, plot, whatever, but they make each episode plot-ish. Like, its own individual plot. They give you, like, a conflict and give you a resolution by the end of it to where that, like, that type of... um episode to episode uh not light novel fuck uh slice of life jesus my brain is everywhere um that type of slice of life though is really kind of appealing and enjoyable that you know they give you a little bit of conflict a little bit of resolution and it's fine and here's some character development and character story along the way like this one had to do with uh home dude the guy who came home like his ex-girlfriend coming to go to a festival that they promised to go with each other and her running into the little girl at like a random city because she went and followed a person on a bus that she thought was her dad and then fell asleep on the bus and didn't know where the other guy got off and got lost etc etc so when you know this person drives her to the sweet shop there she meets up with the ex-boyfriend and is just like oh hey what are you doing here? And they kind of, you know, swap stories as to what's going on with their lives and why they did things, etc. And they go to the festival together and they all have a good time. And it's just, it was just a good, good freaking episode. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Like that's oversimplification of what this episode was. But I mean, it's better to give, I like for this show, I feel like it's better to give the over, oversimplification because I don't want to fuck up the details and the details are worth watching. So yeah. go watch, in my opinion, just go watch Diamond. Like it's, it's, it's a great show. It feels like every piece of an episode has a purpose, which is really refreshing too. Like there's no, no parts of it that are just kind of there to be there. Everything is connected. There's meaning behind it, but that was set up too with the first episode. Like they, they, from the very beginning, set the tone for here's what these characters are going through like dude's band fails goes back home after being away for 10 years to the sweet shop finds girl who's become the apprentice to take over the sweet shop she has issues with abandonment because of her dad other worker there is trying to pursue music is being you know is is terrified of what her family is going to think because of all the responsibilities she has and the fact that she's just a responsible person and, and someone who others depend on wholly. Like they, they from the very start made it the path very clear for here's how the rest of the season is going to progress. And it's been wonderful. Like every episode, as you said, has tension, conflict, resolution, but it's also building on that initial storyline. It's building on the characters, seeing them grow, seeing their relationships with one another grow. Like main dude and the the young girl like are finally starting to get a stronger connection with one another because of the fact that he went out of his way to go find her and she's finally realizing like he can be trusted even though, you know, he's he's a musician and he's around what her dad's age would be like. Yeah, it's just it's really it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful show. I also like the fact that it's about a sweet shop because I, I just like anime food stuff. It's always fun. But yeah, no, I mean, this is this is was one of the shows that I thought could be really good this season. And has this show has exceeded my expectations. That's I'd for agree sure. with that. Like it, it looked wholesome. It looked fine. I didn't know if it would last, but like it's had some lasting power because the characters are so well written. Yeah. 
excuse me, I had to burp there. Um, yeah, no, the, the characters are well-written. The setting is adorable. And just the plot points that they give you each episode wants you, like, it doesn't leave you craving more, but it leaves you very satisfied that you're like, yeah, next episode, I'm going to watch this again. So yeah. I I think that this is one that people should be watching more, kind of paying closer attention to than they really are. I mean, I know it's up there, but it's not like it's not like the main three that are out this season in my opinion which would be like spy family kagua and komi so right yeah but it's very good it's wholesome it's great go watch it it's on crunchyroll uh onipon onipon <laughs> onipon oni oni onipon oni oni onipon oni 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 no it's actually pan 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 oni yeah, so that's going based on the ending. Yeah. Gosh, what a show this is! Anyway, yeah, no, this <laughs> this show, fantastic. Like, it's only two episodes; they're each like fifteen, sixteen, or fourteen, sixteen minutes each. Like, it's just a joy to watch. It's just hyperactive storytelling. It just like quick-witted jokes, like one after another, after another, after another, like the plot is super thin that it doesn't really matter too too much but like they stick to it anyways yeah it's 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 a fun fun show so the yeah. humor is like kind of like right on the nose too you know yeah like the, i mean this from the start episode. of the show like the start of the show is like can we go back home i don't want yeah. to <laughs> but i like how like this episode too starts off with basically they're they're playing it up to be like here's how these girls were selected because if you didn't listen to last week the, the the premise of the show is that these three girls who are oni are sent to a city to foster better uh, human oni relationships and this city is a little bit far further removed from like the larger metropolis so they're like let's start here because there's not a lot of oni there and and you know build those bridges with the humans uh, so this episode starts off with the narrator being like, these girls were selected through a very thorough process. Their skills are unmatched and nothing could beat them, which is why the king of the island selected them. Meanwhile, it pans over to the king, like throwing darts at a wheel and it just lands on the three girls. And the narrator's, narrator's like, are you kidding me? That's how they were selected. <laughs> why did I just say they had all this skill and shit when this is it's I'm like, this is incredible. I love this. Like that style of stupid humor. Like, it always gets me because the show doesn't play itself up to be like overly fantastic or like, you know, this is like the, the new age of what anime is going to be. It's like, you're just watching a cartoon ass cartoon. Just, you yeah, know, it's anime. It's I was like, going like say, I, I made the, they made the association of Powerpuff Girls. I'm like, this is basically Powerpuff Girls, but. Oh, I was going to say oh. like the type of humor that it has, like I would associate this more so with like a Kaguya type of show. Like the jokes are just like quick witted. They go from one yeah. scene to the next to the next. Like it's a very well done show and I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would for the fact that it is technically a kid show, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, freaking it's funny. It's, it's not like, oh my god, like, newfound comedy here, like, it's just jokes right. you've heard before told very, very well. Yeah. And I mean, and... come on, how how can you not like a show where the, they <clears throat> gain quote-unquote superpowers by putting on tiger-striped pants over their clothes? Because it has to be visible. Like, it's a rule with their suit. <laughs> like, that, I'm like, ugh, perfect. That is chef's kiss perfect perfect yeah. perfect perfect it's it's a good show it's a good little comedy it's very short if you're looking for a short show to watch this is the one for you maybe possibly no no no. you well, figured go out a high dive though that's the yeah that and your boy kong ming are on high dive which, which i mean is... those two are kind of worth it honestly it's it's not it's not bad and like i mean next season you know we gotta have it for um don, don machi, machi season four yeah. so like yep, yep get ahead of it people that the high dives coming out with some fucking fire which is like something i never thought i'd ever say but it is and we're here and we're living in that yeah. world speaking we're, of we're living just, we're just in a high dive world 
just in a high dive world doing high dive shit. Um, next up, I mean, we got two left, and then we can rant on about like a few couple other things, uh, aka why the fuck Disney Plus is not releasing anything about summer yeah, rendering, but it it's in, okay. Hold it in. Hold it in. I can't. Anywho, um, <laughs> Kaguya-sama. Like, perfect as always. It's just uh, how. How does, like, I have not watched a show where I laugh my ass off more consistently since, like, Konosuba. Konosuba, to me, is just, like, I every episode there's something to laugh at. But, I mean, this show in general is, I think, is funnier than that. Just because the premise I like a little bit better and just, I don't know. It's it, To me, this show is just absolute fucking pure gold. And it just, it makes me laugh every fucking time. There's nothing yeah. more. If you want something to laugh at, fucking watch this show. There's that's that's my resounding endorsement of Kaguya Summit. You're on season three. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. The 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 subtitled version, great. The comedy is funny. The voice actors are great. They give a lot of character to their characters. It's phenomenal. If you want the trolliest shit you've ever watched, that is me 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 meme. <laughs> go watch the fucking sub it's great the sub is just a fucking troll ride the dub. that just or sorry the dub is just a troll ride that just doesn't end and i think the best character in the fucking dub is the damn announcer the announcer in that show makes everything about that show like it's so fucking good no matter which language you you listen to or watch it in Sorry, not listen. You're listening to this. Anywho. It, yeah, like... I There's not much I can really say about this. Like, I, I really can't. It, well, the one thing I'll say is that it, for a show that does sort of, like, repeat jokes in just a different fashion, th it's still really funny. Because, like, the beginning of the episode starts off with this one character who's dating a boy that their relationship started way back in season one. Like, and, and it, yeah, the it, continuation like it, of this yes. joke is fucking hilarious. And exactly. And I, I mentioned it, I think, on the last podcast, uh, the, the episode that we did. But it, the fact that they can, like, rehash the old jokes, but just in a different way is one, it speaks volumes to the, the comedy of the show, but two, it. It doesn't feel like they're beating a dead horse. It still feels like fresh and new. And that's something that's really, really hard to do with this type of show. Like the fact that it's all little skits, it's has to have some sort of plot, th like thorough plot line of some kind, because there's still that underlying, like, will the president confess his love to Kagawa or will it be Kagawa who finally gives in and confesses her love? Like there's still that element to it, but you you sort of forget that because of just the sheer amount of like little mini skits there are with other characters too. Yeah. So like yeah, like the beginning of the episode is this girl being like, "My boyfriend's cheating on me," and guy was like, "Nope, fuck him, dump him." And the other like the He's new trash. Yeah, the new girl who's the treasurer, I think. Uh, she's the secretary. No. Yes. The no no. no, no. I thought it was treasury something. But no, be because the the emo dude is treasure. Oh, Chica right. Chica is the me. secretary, and then I don't remember what this girl does. Regardless, she's like super super. Uh, I I don't know what how the correct way to describe her, but she is just completely blown away by listening to this one girl being like, "Yeah, he's cheating on me, and I don't know what to do." And they're like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "She's like, well, I don't know if I should kill him or her." And she's like, "Whoa, that's extreme." And Kago is like, "Nope, you should," and like. That whole scene is hilarious, and then it kind of. She's like... the auditor, by the way. Auditor Miko Miko Ino, Miko Ino, yes Miko. Um, but then it's like it transitions to President and Shiragami talking with the girl is uh no their her friend who has been cast away, and is the suspected mistress, I guess, that yeah. the boyfriend is cheating on with. And it's so it's like that scene's hilarious. And then the way it ends is basically 
he's like, oh, sorry, I was hanging out with this girl. I didn't mean for you to think I was cheating. I bought you this necklace. And the guys were like, that's adorable. And the women are like, ew, he still buys heart-shaped necklaces these days. And I'm like, god damn it. Still, a what a great way to end this scene. And then they start yeah, kissing and, and, then... everyone, and everyone's like, oh, my god. Is this what making out is? What the fuck? Oh my (laughs) god. It's just seeing all their faces is hilarious. But yeah, I mean like and then like the rest of it was just like one or two other skits that were really simplistic but still hilarious. And it's like Chica plays a game and like that's been done before but it's like a funny game because it has to do with like the group date that Shiragane, the president, went on like last episode. So the fact that it's connecting a lot of like the episodes and it still has that like the plot line of who will confess to whom just it's a great show yeah i I, like i don't i don't ever get sick of any episode i don't feel like oh i've seen this before when i'm watching it everything just like a joke is very new way played out or anything yeah yeah It, it doesn't feel repetitive so much so that i'm just like kind of annoyed or perturbed by it like everything still still feels absolutely hilarious and and new and i just am thoroughly enjoying it which by the way real quick uh going back to this whole um other girl who was flirting with the guy and like trying to steal him away that was the best friend this is actually a running gag from season one yeah no i know because she's the one that's like always like hiding around like the side of yeah element posted like a photo and it's just i didn't know like i didn't catch on to that i never caught on to that Oh yeah, it is... no, that was yeah, because because originally the whole the thing with the boyfriend and she says it too, which she was like, if only whoever taught him that stupid slam your hand on the wall move, this would have never happened. And, and the president was like, God, oh okay, I'm sorry. Oops. Um, but yeah, but like every time they're shown together, she's always like in like in, especially in like when they cut scenes, like she's always like hiding behind a corner or like in a, a different area or yeah like peering and like crying like at the end of season two it's the two it's it's the the couple like flying away after the school explodes and then her like plastered on a wall like just sobbing and like spinning around in the air i'm like like they the fact that they just bring all these characters back and all those running fucking jokes that are associated with them like it's too funny like the you know, chica's the habitual liar and cheat in every game that they play shiragame's got this weird like i'm a martyr but also i'm super selfish mentality (laughs) uh miko's fucking listening to hot men say like you're doing so well we love you like that gag's gonna get even funnier as the season goes on like it's just it's all around hilarious i can't get enough of it this show's phenomenal it it doesn't get old. It's just go watch it. If you need a laugh, just go watch it. Either the dub or the sub. It doesn't matter. They're both funny as shit for different reasons. Yeah. But um, last up on the docket for tonight, Spy Family. Which, by the way, interesting question posed. People say Hunter Hunter without saying the X or Hunter X Hunter. Do you say the X in Spy Family? Because I just say Spy Family. I say Spy but Family. But it seems... Like most of the consensus I saw in this discussion were people like, yeah, I say the X. I'm like, what? But everyone calls really? Hunter, 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 Hunter. No one calls it Hunter X Hunter. Actually, I call it Hunter X Hunter. Well, then I guess you should be calling Spy Family Spy X Family. Well, I guess. You call that uh, same. I don't know. No, Julia it's Julia Jonas. Family. Anyways. <laughs> um, Spy Family, episode three. It's kind of just like an amalgamation of just like their talents. Like, this is the family. These are their talents pulled into one. Here's the episode of them showing off their kind of personalities in front of each other, but secretly. Like, they have the whole uh, old lady scene getting mugged, or the old lady getting mugged scene in which Yor just instantly beelines it to, like, try and help this woman. And then Anya and Lloyd just trying to follow after her and then eventually looking over a bridge and Anya pointing to, like, I want this food. And then Ford uh, Lloyd is just like, that's the bastard. Cool. Hey, you're, you're caught up to us. Here, take take Anya. I'll be right back. Fucking jumps off a bridge, slams this man's face into the goddamn floor of, the, like, a cement fucking floor uh, road. And, like, it just 
calmly explaining to the crowd of people who just saw this man jump on a man, like off a bridge onto a man and take a wallet saying, this man's a robber. He's a purse thief. Somebody call the police and get him arrested and just pisses off. It's so fucking funny. It's like, what is going on here? Why? Like, it's so damn funny. But like the whole reason they're put into the situation of why they see a woman is robbed is because Lloyd is trying to prepare them for the like the interview for Anya's school, and both Anya and Yor are just fucking terrible at this whole process, and so they're like, "Let's oh, go outside and get in some different friends. ways, yeah. in different yeah, ways, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is incredible." It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. Like Yor's always like is just obsessed with like death and like killing, and then Anya is just like ob- uh, sharp objects, sh- too. yeah, and sharp objects, and then Anya's like. Ah, food, and spy yeah. spy shows, and TV, and things, and boo- and boo- dead boom. boobies, boobies. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, because Lloyd's like, all right, we're we're done studying. How about we go out into the city and and get some culture in us? All right, let's be let's act as if we are a high class family, like we are, and like we will the, be. Yeah, like the first one is the theater. And yours brain is like steaming because she doesn't understand what's happening and she's trying to pay attention. And Anya's like dead asleep, I think. Yep. Uh, then they go to the museum and Anya just points out like paintings that have boobs or like sculptures that are like cut in half or decapitated. Meanwhile, yours off in the corner looking at a piece of art with a guillotine and just being like, oh, you mean guillotine? so pretty. No, guillotine. It is the one French word that we do not pronounce properly. It is actually pronounced guillotine. I, I promise you, as someone as someone who said guillotine for a while, for a while, learning that, I was like, "You've got to be shitting me!" Thanks, France. Um, but then, yeah, then they go to the the restaurant, and Anya's like, "I think she's just like, I want peanuts." Or no, she's eating things with her hand, and Lloyd's like, "Can you not?" And then looks over at your and yours, just like lightly touching a knife, and he's like, oh, "Okay, I think we're done here." But it's it's really funny, yeah, finally to see them all interacting with one another and all having their own little quirks about them too. But when they act, they use their we'll say powers, uh, in unison to go catch the the purse snatcher. Um it was really funny to see. And them it's only going to get Huh? They worked as a family. It was cute. Yeah, they worked it was adorable. By the way, so that ending, the, the ending sequence is hilarious. Yes, uh, I love the ending. American pronunciation guillotine, British pronunciation guillotine. Yeah, I mean, we also pronounce like technically we pronounce charcuterie wrong too. Isn't it charcuterie or charcuterie? It's charcuterie, I think, is technically or like okay, croissant. I don't know, croissant, croissant, croissant. Um, <laughs> Goddamn Carl. But I digress. It is, I, what's great about it too is that in sort of a subtle fashion, they set up what's going to happen in like upcoming episodes really well. Like when Lloyd's like, oh, you know, your brother, he works for the state, right? It's like, okay, cool. Now we know that we're going to get an episode soon with yours brother. Like there's going to be that introduction. We obviously know they're preparing photo of yours brother but i don't they never show the photo so i don't know it must have been when they were kids no i think it was older he was an adult did they show the photo i think so i didn't think because he he knows he works for the state he just doesn't know he's like well yeah but yeah but um but like obviously you know in like probably the next episode that was some gibberish like in the next episode, you we we know that there's gonna they're gonna have to go to the school and like there's the whole like interview step for the. I'm looking exam. forward to this so yeah. damn bad. Like they do a really good job of of setting up the next episodes without telling you everything, but then also like filling the ep- the episodes with like really entertaining entertaining pieces like the going out on the town and the purse snatcher uh, sequence like. It's and then just, bringing it full circle with the, like, here we're at doing the interview thing again, and we're actually better this time. It's like, yeah, yay. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, credit to the the source material too. Like the manga does it really well as well. Like, and it's just it's being shown 
in a perfect fashion to like in the anime, which is great. Cause I yeah. feel like sometimes there is a disconnect at times where like the show wants to be really like fast almost. And the manga tries to dial it back. Uh, but here it like the pacing is perfect. They're keeping in sequence with the events that take place in the manga, like the storytelling and everything like that too. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have any critiques on the show. Like it, it I, is, I don't either. It's just a fun week after week show. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. I mean, it's, it's got the, I think you described it to one of our other friends as like a very campy spy show. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's. Yeah. I, I was watching this with John. He, he described it as like, it's a cartoon version of man from uncle, but with other things in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's a joy to watch if you're not watching it, which this, this show has been so unavoidable this season. It has been thrown in everybody in their grandma's face of like, you should watch this show. You should watch this show. Hey, click on me. You should watch this show. It's, but it's like for good reason. I think I've talked to one person who didn't like the source material and does not like, like wasn't excited for the show, but that was because they are like, Hey, action shows. I don't like waiting week to week. And like, especially for the source material, like, it's it can be excruciating to wait week to week because of like plot points that they leave off on so like i understand that but just like i've only really talked to one person who is just not super excited for the show everybody else is just like this is a fucking treat and it is it's a great show it's a treat it's fun go watch it like i've gotten i'm again i got my buddy john to watch it which he he likes anime but he doesn't watch much of it so there's that and I'm getting my other buddy who does not really like anime at all. Like, he watched Your Name, and his, his review of it was, it was okay. It was pretty. And, like, that was about it. I'm getting him to watch it, too. Like, I'm at least episode one, just to see what his opinions are. But, yeah, it's... This is one of those shows that I would recommend to people if they are not, like, a fan of anime... This would be like the first, or like they want to know what to get into anime with. This is the perfect first show to get into because yeah. it is a little over the top, but also just like it's a fun show. It's not like here's your anime stereotypes in your face, yada yada. So, right, but yeah, um, this has been a very short, uh, in, in accords to how long our other episodes are. This has been a shorter episode at 55 minutes and 30 seconds and counting. Um, All right. Well, here you go. Three minutes. Complain as much as you want about summertime rendering. Go. I, I'm going to the high seas. I'm, I'm, if the, I don't get an announcement <laughs> that, by the end. so quick. If I don't get an announcement by the end of this week, I'm going to the fucking high seas to watch this show. That was my, like, other than Kaguya-sama and Spy Family, summertime rendering, and I guess Komi too. Summertime Rendering was the show I most anticipated because I've read through the source material. It's a phenomenal story. The story is over. I just want to see them create this anime and just Disney is put it in jail and won't tell us when it's getting a release date. So fuck you, Disney. If I don't get an answer by the end of the week, I the House of Mouse, we're going to the, we're sailing the high seas, House House of Mouse. We're sailing. Set sails, course course to the island that they're on. I don't remember the name of the island. I, I love that you're treating this like a uh Like, a like Florida is to Disney World? Well, yeah, that too. But, like, you're treating it like a... <laughs> if, you, if, <laughs> if you don't send the money to us in exactly three days, we'll send you their fingers. Like, got real I intense real quick. That. I just said I'd go to the high seas, that's all. I mean, to Disney, that is the equivalent of just straight up murder and they will murderize too if they find Mm you my biggest issue i mean like you said it just (laughs) in a in a kind of roundabout way but we just haven't heard any updates like we know it's out in japan and and presumably i mean i my guess would be that it's out in japan on disney plus in that region locked uh in, in their region locked disney plus so the it's fact just that we're a matter just of like, getting... does it have official subtitles or not? That's the interesting yeah. thing. There's just, yeah, because there's not a lot we know. Like, yeah, we don't know if there's subtitles. We don't know if it's eventually going to get a dub similar to like how I think for Comey it was like, well, actually for My Dress With Darling, it was three weeks 
uh, until like dub came out. So Tell me like, the whole season went by on Netflix before it got a dub. Yeah, the, I think Netflix ones are always kind of weird like that too. Yeah. But like Crunchyroll, like Spy Family, I mean, there's already two episodes out in dubs for Spy Family. Yeah, they're they're a week behind. They yeah. know they know the importance of Spy Family. That right. they're like, we gotta get this out. We gotta get as many people from Funimation back in here. Yeah, and, and this I, is and the I way know... to do it. And they're they're handling it great. And I, I watched have... the dub for episode one. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Yeah. I watched <laughs> the episode for dub, episode one for the dub, like or for Spy Family. It's great. It's not yeah. like it's it's not bad. I didn't watch episode two because I haven't had time. So, anyways, continue. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I was just gonna say, like, but I, one more I thing. Think... No, I'm kidding part of the reason that summertime rendering it probably doesn't have like the issues that spy family would have if they didn't give updates is because like it wasn't you know it's not highly advertised like spy family so there's that element to it but regardless that's not an excuse to just be absolutely silent when it comes to when it's going to be in the united states and like yeah i get that you know it's anime your 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 target audience is primarily in japan and the asian region but like you have to know by now like just the like sheer netflix, audience you have in yeah. the united states netflix like, there, learned there are... its lesson because they did that with like shows in the past I, I don't know the examples but everybody's comparing it to netflix jail which this happened apparently in the past with netflix where they had an ip that people were looking forward to didn't say when it was coming out and then netflix is like oh we should probably give them an update and eventually did. Yeah. So I, I think that this is just Disney working out the kinks and just not seeing the mistakes Netflix made and just making the same mistakes. They're se- they're stepping on the same uh, freaking pitchfork in the yard that, like Netflix did. Yeah, I just, I don't know. If I, I pitchfork them at rake. I don't I mean, same function, I guess. Um, I, I just, I don't want to give them an out, though, is the thing. Like, they're Disney yeah. Plus. Granted, they are a newer platform than netflix but i mean you should not have to make the same mistakes that other streaming services have made by now like there should be no reason for them to not have at least an update like disney plus you need to be more like wendy's and if you don't understand the reference i'm saying no Wendy's lets McDonald's do all the research as to where to open up a restaurant, and then Wendy's is always close behind it in the same neighborhood. They let McDonald's do all the work, and then they just open up shop next door. Yeah. If you I mean, ever, that, that was... if you like, <laughs> if you've never known that, next time you go to a McDonald's, see how far away a Wendy's is. Yeah, I mean, they they had the advantage of being a later streaming site and could immediately correct the mistakes that netflix and hulu and and a lot of the earlier ones have made and yet like they're kind of slipping up and making those same errors and it's just like it's very confusing so and especially especially given the fact that they are now getting into anime and they have multiple shows lined up and for them to like basically leave fans in the dark that are in the united states again like well i guess really just outside of japan like no updates no expectation on when it's going to be released like that is not a good way to start off your new like hey we have anime like that's a that's a very poor poor start and then they're not going to invest in anime again and be like oh it wasn't worth it it's like well no you fucking shot yourself in the foot and it's hilarious because you said for me to rant for three minutes and here you are five minutes later Thank you all for watching. I'm just continuing. Good gosh. I, uh, throws me under the bus at the last second and then thinks oh, yeah. just all, send us off. All the damn time sluggish simpleton. Or wait, sorry. Simple, silly, sluggish simpleton. Oh, good God. Love what you. What am I going to do you to? Yeah, yeah. What, what am I going to do you to? You're going to like. Gonna do with you. Okay, thank you. I don't know. You. It's for you or to decide to and you. me to decline. Well, you had your chance and you didn't. But anywho, uh, thank you all for watching this week. We greatly appreciate it if you got this far. Uh, if you haven't, then piss off. I don't know. I got nothing for you. Um, again, our social media, uh, you can find all of our links on Twitter at Bakako Podcast. Uh, you'll find everything you need to know about us there and how to get in touch with us and how to yell at us and... How to support us, too, because we do have a bias of coffee, which helps us keep these mics going, uh, 
and I say mics, I mean servers going. So any and all support is appreciated, whether it's feedback or monetary. So we will be back next week with another episode. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! Back up! Back up!